Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, Dr. LaFanya Jones-Hines, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted. We're not going to be your stereotypical therapist. What we will be is informative, down to earth, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right, interns, turn up your volume, grab your pen and paper. It's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. of this broad we hope that y'all enjoy the new things that we are working on i am dr nichelle wall dr shonda strickland and dr jones hines we're so excited (laughs) (laughs) i think i'm most excited because we're trying new stuff and hopefully it looks good and everything (laughs) y'all have no idea that this is a labor of love trying to get new things to happen and you're going live and you have no idea if technology is going technology or not but we made it yes Shout out to the love life of an Asian guy, a.k.a. Lag. Yes, thank (laughs) you. A.k.a. Rainier. Hello. Yes, we're so excited. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so y'all know these are just us in our most purest form. You know, there's no real script here. It's just us coming off the dome, just talking and connecting. So uh, we hope y'all enjoy and that we have a fun, festive time today. Yes. Mm-hmm. So come on in, like, comment, share. We subscribe. like to have this subscribe. We like to um, get your questions answered by us. So that this is one of those moments where y'all can just ask us stuff and we can just answer them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also in the chat, go ahead and let us know where you are tuning in from, whether it's Texas, whether it's abroad wherever so we can make sure and give you a little shout out absolutely okay speaking of shout outs we got yes we have some lovely cookies here from uh, a black owned company black man owned company called sugar plug mm-hmm. he specializes in all the things sweet um, he has an Etsy shop, so look him up on Instagram. It's spelled S-U-G-A plug. So please, you know, patronize him. Pa- patronize him now. Let me get my English together. <laughs> please go out and look him up, buy his product. I come from a long line of chefs and cooks and bakers and it's, it's the real deal. It's oh, yeah, they're legit. And I think I'm even more excited because <laughs> they made one of my favorite cookies in the world, which is uh, chipless chocolate chip cookies. Uh, and I don't know, too many people don't make this. So thank you, Sugar Plug. I can't wait to get home and drink some milk and uh, <laughs> eat this entire bag of cookies. And Sugar Plug, you slick because you told me that you did not bake vegan cookies and i got some vegan cookies i cannot wait to taste these yeah i I'm, i almost want to like open it now and i eat know some, but just so y'all can kind of like get the ums and the ahs but we don't do asmr because 
It's no. gonna make me. It tears my nerves up. <laughs> it's gonna make my mouth water in a bad way. We don't need to do that. Okay. Okay. All right. So y'all, we have a lot. We have a lot of gossip going on in the world right now. We do. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, okay. somebody needs to let us know what our mood music is true. for mm-hmm. today. I would sing a little bit, but I don't want to get flagged for the copyright. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just going to say, shorty, and that's the start. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> uh, it is uh, Method Man and Mary J. Blige, You're All I Need. Uh, I think this is like the first song that I looked at Method Man. And I was like, I like that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah. That face, that yeah. face looks really delicious. That man is delicious. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna be respectful because he's married. And that's yes, what we do right. Here. So that's yes. why I ain't gonna do yes. number laugh. Yes, yes, yes. It's true. But <laughs> and the the thing is, he continues to get like finer yes. as he gets older. Yes. I don't know how he's doing this. I don't know what fountain of youth he is drinking from. It's the ambrosia. Okay, mm-hmm. I can deal with mm-hmm. that. Yes, uh, but that man, the 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 beard. I mean, all of it, it's just nicely put together. So shout out to Method Man, <laughs> who's aging like fine wine. And Mary J, we love you too. So oh yeah, good know. morning, gorgeous. Yes, that. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then oh, I f- also forgot. I have to tell you all where I b- got my hat from. Now this is an old hat, so it's kind of you know worn and torn, but I still love it. I still love it. <laughs> It it came from the Black House White Market. Oh, oh okay. that's a that's a throwback. That's a throwback. Back when they only sold black, black and white <laughs> clothes. Yes. <laughs> Unlike now, where they sell gray and red. Uh-huh. And everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And as you all know, we do like to have a sip or two while we are doing our disc broad. So. We got the same bottle of wine that we still haven't drank, but we're not going to drink it today either because we are celebrating Dr. Strickland's birthday, Aries Gang. Aries Gang Gang. And I do have to give a... Go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. I do have to give a shout out to my husband whose birthday was March the 23rd. Aries Gang. (laughs) And my mama, March the 16th, but she a Pisces, but it don't matter. It's March. Almost Aries Gang. (laughs) And then we also celebrate my anniversary. I have now been married a whole year, March 27th. Okay. Aries, uh, uh, what is it? Aries marriage? Aries gang marriage. There we go. (laughs) So what we are going to be drinking is the Stella Rosa black cherry Mm -hmm. because it goes with the aesthetic of red. Mm -hmm. Okay. 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 You know, couldn't catch the drift. You know, we trying to give y'all themes out here. Right. I still had to do green though. You know, it's natural. It's natural to who you are. Right. But you know, it keeps with the theme. Yes. All right. So what flavor we got today? Black cherry. Oh, this is new. Ooh, that's yeah. a new one. We, had, this like, one. we had that one. I know. I be she be trying to. Up. I know. She be trying to sneak some in. I mean, at least I'm not getting y'all drunk on air, you know. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We, we've done that before. You know, I was looking at you on camera, and uh, with that flower in your hair, you kind of look Aww. like sister from. Uh... Sister. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking from Sparkle. Oh, really? Uh huh. Ah. Yeah. B-E-A beautiful. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hand me the other glasses. Yes. All right. Well, while Dr. Wall is getting us ready, I'm going to go ahead and ask y'all the question. Mm-hmm. Now, in light of what has been going on in the air, <laughs> do you find a man who's, who will stand up for you attractive? Uh, 
And ladies and interns, y'all go ahead and answer too so we can uh, read your comments as well. Okay. Do I find a man that will stand up for me attractive? Mm-hmm. So blanket response to the question, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. Uh, but I already know where you're going. <laughs> but <laughs> I do think that there is context for what stand up for me means. Mm-hmm. But absolutely, a man that would protect me if I was in danger or protect me if I was being uh, ridiculed or something like that, that yes, I would want him to do that. In what way? Uh, You see, she already trying to get started already. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so in what way? Um, I definitely would want him to at least address what's happening, Mm -hmm. you know, go to whomever it is, talk to them, let them know, like, you know, hey, I don't appreciate you disrespecting my wife, you know, you should apologize, whatnot. Um, And then if it continues to go, then I would want him to remove me from the situation. Mm -hmm. I think that would be ideal for me. Okay. Dr. Wall. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what I will say is um, I definitely am pro defend your family Mm -hmm. i do believe that there is a right and wrong way to do things Mm -hmm. we're not going to get too far into the oscar topic yet because that's going to be later in the the show but i do believe in you know fighting for your loved ones but fighting doesn't always mean that you have to you know slap people fight people Mm mm-hmm so just to segue, oh, well, you didn't answer. No, go ahead. I'm sorry, Dr. Jones. Hines. Look at me. I'm ready to just, I'm so excited. I'm ready to just move on and things. Okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So I would say my response is different now from when I was younger. Oh. When I was younger, throw them hands, bruh. Because, <laughs> you know, I told y'all I used to like the rims and the Tim. So I need to see that thugism in you. But... <laughs> But now, because, you know, I'm different, I need you to be able to be emotionally intelligent. I need you to be able to manage yourself. And I I know everybody have their tipping points, and I get that. Mm -hmm. But right at the jump, I need you to, um, as long as they didn't put their hands on me, which... If they put their hands on me, we jumping him. Oh, yeah, now that's a different... (laughs) So I'm going to be fighting. Right. But... um, Outside of them being physical with me, Mm -hmm. I would definitely want my husband to be able to de-escalate things with his words. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, And before we segue and answer on to the next stuff, uh, Sugar Plug, we thank you for the cookies, but I want everybody to be able to see uh, Dr. Jones Hines and Dr. Wall's beautiful faces. Uh, So we're going to put those off to the side. Thank you again so much for the cookies and tailoring them to what we really like. That is uh, very much appreciated. Yes. Thank you. Uh, so what I was going to say and segue on to was, so you were saying that you are pro defend your family and stand up for uh, family. So one of the things I was thinking about um, was a little bit earlier this year, Steve Harvey said something about his wife um, and him 
shouting her out or giving her her props for changing his style. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now this is on a a lesser, like, Mm -hmm. intense level. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) But it is about defending and, like, I want you to present the best um, image possible for yourself and for the family. Mm -hmm. So would you feel comfortable, since we're going to ask a question now. Okay. I'm going to switch it up. (laughs) Would you ladies feel comfortable telling your partner slash spouse that they needed to change something about themselves? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Next question. You see the lack of hesitation there? <laughs> I believe in communication. Oh, yeah. Like, I I want the same thing. If he's seeing something that he's like, hey, babe, would you mind doing this? Now, now you're not going to control me. Because mm. that's not what we do here. And I'm not going to control you. Mm. But if you see something or you feel like, hey, I can elevate my game. Or I see something and I feel like you can elevate your game. We in this together. And you represent me. And I might not like the way you represent me. Mm. Yeah, I And I, I, I feel like because I try my best to communicate effectively, I think I would be able to say it in a way that it still may be hurtful because anytime you're saying something to someone about changing something about them, uh, it can still be hurtful. But I think I could say it in a way where he knows that the hurtfulness is not coming because of what what or how I said it. It's coming from there is an insecurity or something right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, just to piggyback on that point, I think a lot of people miss that. Mm-hmm. It's the how you say things, mm-hmm. not necessarily yes. always the what you yes. say. Um, because obviously, just given this example with Steve Harvey and his wife, whatever she said resonated enough with him that he saw a need to make a change mm-hmm. and kind of accordingly step up into the you know most current century. And, uh, and I always tell people that if you get offended by what I say, then that's on you. If you get offend, if you get offended by how I say it, then that's on me because mm. I delivered it trashy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I agree. I agree with that. I agree. I tell that uh, when I'm working with clients, I tell them that all the time. It, the sender is responsible for the delivery of the message. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The receiver is responsible for clarifying the message yeah mm-hmm. so if i don't understand what you mean if i'm not understanding the tone or i'm thinking something about what you said mm-hmm. it's my responsibility as the receiver to be like hey so just want to double check mm-hmm. with you uh how did that um you know why how did you say that why did that come out that way right you know what was that all about right that kind of thing yeah yeah mm-hmm. and that i think that's why we have to make sure we communicate how a person is communicating with you mm-hmm. because if we if we don't know this is offending you then we can't change it yep. yeah and I mean I know that I've had conversations like that with um significant others about hey can you work on this can you do this or mm-hmm. whatever and it's I haven't ever been met with anything negative it's normally oh, okay yeah babe or mm-hmm. sure what what were you thinking or whatever or if you if i really love you i'm just gonna go get you some. so that's more my style yeah <laughs> uh because i have done that mm-hmm. actually you know i will go get an outfit or a pair of shoes yeah. or a watch or something um because in, in my mind i'm like okay if i think it looks good 
I've taken you into consideration, mm -hmm. you know, your body style, your your personal style, um, you know, the types of colors that look good on you, things like that. So I've taken all of that into account if I'm going to go get something for you. Because, mm -hmm. you know, acts of service is one of my love languages. So. Mm -hmm. So what about that. you all? What what about you interns? Have you had that um, dialogue with a friend or a significant other about something that was hurtful that, you know, either they received well or it didn't go well? <laughs> like, you know, tell us about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Put it in the, the comments. Yeah. What I will say probably doesn't go well is getting rid of people's stuff. You know, not giving them an opportunity to do it themselves. Like, you are just like, you know what? I don't like this. I'm just going to throw it away or I'm going to take it to Goodwill. Uh, and not giving that person an opportunity to part with their stuff mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. a way that works for them. Uh, so take it from me. Don't do that. <laughs> so don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, the only thing I will do that do that with is like socks and underwear. Oh, because yeah. my mom has always but my yes. my mom has always told me if you throw his socks away or underwear away, you need to buy him some more. Mm -hmm. So I always make sure before I do that, I buy some more. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, you know, that'd be a struggle for some men. They <laughs> <laughs> You look up and it's just hanging on by a thread in the thread. band, mm -hmm. and you just got throw them in the way. You know, go on throw that in the trash. Mm -hmm. Agreed. My yeah. goodness. Okay. But all right. Mm -hmm. So speaking of throwaway, <laughs> <laughs> not throwaway. <laughs> uh, one of our next topics is somebody that seem to throw their life away really um some people call him uh jesse smollett is it smollett no. smollett jesse jesse smollett um <laughs> oh, oh no the next one i jumped we can do some. either we can do either do okay. jesse okay, okay. uh it <laughs> So if y'all have been under a rock, you probably don't know this. Uh, he recently was convicted uh, of committing a crime against himself, uh, falsifying uh, a hate crime, essentially, mm -hmm. and got, I think it was 150 days yeah. um, as far like as the sentence, but he was only in there for, what, three, four days yeah. before he was able to get out? Yeah. I think he was only sentenced five months. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was something weird like that. Yeah. So I just want to get y'all's initial thoughts about the overall situation. So when it first broke, I was like, oh, my gosh, somebody's done something to Jesse. Um, but then once the details started coming out, I was like, things seem kind of weird. Now, whatever happened has happened. So I'm not trying to say one way or the other. You know that's not my that's not my business. Mm -hmm. um, but what I will say is, I do feel like the sentencing was not equivalent to the crime, considering we have you know little children out here that have unalived people going to rallies, crossing mm. state lines, 
Mm-hmm. They didn't serve nothing. Mm-hmm. So okay. to me, it's like, okay, if we're going to have such stringent sentencing, let's let's get some equality across the courts. Mm-hmm. That's my issue. You know, I think we have such a skewed system, which, you know, we've talked about this before, and I can't see somebody doing a hate crime against themselves. Yes, they did use services that could have been used elsewhere. I get that. But doing a hate crime against themselves, and now they got to go to to jail, jail mm. for five months? Yeah. No, and you can tell me as a therapist. I'm looking at how he's behaving, and it is alarming. And I'm like, okay, who are y'all getting him some help? What's mm-hmm. going on? Like, this is not the Jussie that we grew up with. Like, this is this ain't... It's not the Smollett family. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh-huh. Yes, I would agree with you. Uh, when I initially heard about it, I was like, oh, my God. Seriously, we still out here doing hate crimes? Where, where we do that at? <laughs> you know, I'm like, get, we have been out and about with the community for a long time now. Yeah. So why are we still hating? Mm-hmm. But when it came out that this was a crime against himself, I was like, mm, who hurt him? What's mm. wrong with him? Of course, I go to therapy. Come come sit on the couch. Come sit. Because yeah. we need to talk about this. Why, like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Why did you Why did you need attention, and why did you choose that to get the attention? Because you, so, mm-hmm. you on Empower. Isn't that the show he was on? Empire. And, I, I, I didn't <laughs> watch the show. Empower and Empire. Yes. Yeah, so I, you on Empire, what, that one? With uh, Taraji. Mm-hmm. With Cookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you with her. Mm-hmm. So, sir, you already getting attention. What was going and on? And you come from a, a that family. Yeah. You yeah. know, and that may have been some of the problem. Not and, getting enough attention from the family. Yeah. And I think there is a saying in Hollywood that there's no such thing as, you know, bad press. You mm-hmm. know, so mm-hmm. there could have been the belief that I just needed more um, like you said, more attention to boost my career. Um, but I heard some conspiracy theories, so y'all know I be having my... <laughs> I ain't got it on today. I be having my tin hat on. Uh, so some of the conspiracy theory is, I think they are related to Kamala Harris in some sort of way. By I think it's by marriage. Um, and because this happened all during the time of the election cycle, that it was to like kind of draw attention of some oh. sort. Yeah, I told you I'd be having my tin hat on. I did not know that. <laughs> I, I did not hear that. I did not know that. Okay, that's good information. Yeah. Uh, now, whether that's true or not, of course, nobody will ever know because you can't know what's inside somebody else's head. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does make me wonder, you know, is there something else behind that? Because it's such a far-fetched type of thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's such a, what's the word I'm looking for? huge display mm-hmm. um and he is theatrics that's the only thing that comes to, to mind mm-hmm. like it seems like a lot of theatrics mm-hmm. um and the mental health person in me definitely also was saying you know what in the world like where are the mental health professionals uh is somebody evaluating him is somebody taking the time out to really assess this situation do the deeper dive on why you would choose like you said choose this method of attention seeking yeah uh 
and because you've tarnished, you've ruined your career, right? At this point, and did you think because of this continuing to be a hate situation or a hated community, dislike community, I guess, did you think that was the quickest way for you to get the attention that you wanted or was trying to get? Mm. That is possible. Yeah, yeah, because later it came out that the brothers that attacked him he had been intimate with one of them like they were in a intimate relationship and they were also going to train him so it was a lot happening with this situation now what i will say is i am appreciative that his family is sticking beside him yeah um and regardless of what they all believe because not everybody is vocal about what they believe Mm -hmm. more so the brothers are but they are still showing up and you know being present you know for him so Mm -hmm. i I think that is good because we don't know if this is a psychotic break he just a narcissist or some combination something Yeah. yeah well and i hope that now that he's out there whether or not he was doing it for attention or not hopefully he's getting therapy Mm hmm like and no shade to any other um, mental health field, but I would like for him to get therapy. Yeah. So that, that he can work, he can do a deep dive on what's going on with him. Absolutely. And why was that your choice? Mm-hmm. Agreed. But we do have some comments. I want us to, before we get too far gone, I want us to uh, address some of them. They're coming up on the screen too. Okay. You got it. Go, go ahead. Uh, so Danielle Harris, she said, I have definitely had conversations with my significant other on his style. He <laughs> has responded well and allowed me to help him make improvements. That's good. It's good when when the conversations that we have with our significant others is received and it's like it's a, it's more appreciated than you can't tell me what to do. When, oh you know, that argument stuff. That's mm-hmm. that's really good, Danielle. And then uh Thiesman said no conversation needed. Just purchased all new underwear and kept silent. Laugh out loud. Surprise. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I do that with my husband when it comes to um, thermals. Because mm-hmm. I love my husband to death, but he will rock a set of thermals till the wheels fall off. Because <laughs> uh, he works, you know, in an environment that gets very cold. So yeah. he just, you know. He loved his this set. Layers. This, uh-huh. He's like, where's my uh black set of thermals? I'm like, oh, I, I got rid of those. But I got you a, a, a new set. Right. They're in the closet if you want to go get them. <laughs> so I, I hear you, Thiesman. <laughs> um, let's see. You got uh, Shantae? Um, Trish is next. Oh, go ahead. So we have Trishana. Jay, she says, Jesse is interesting. We have to make sure that we are not crying wolf and taking steam away from those who need to call out for help. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I do think that, I don't believe this was his intention, um, but it definitely sours other people that go through hate crimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it does, it will make people give you the side eye. You know, as we all know, us, you know, black and brown folks don't get the benefit of the doubt. And when you have somebody with such a high profile Mm -hmm. creating a false narrative and then continuing to not only double down, but like octuple down Mm -hmm. on (laughs) on the story, it just 
as much as we don't want to say that black people are a monolith, we know that within our community, but people outside of our community don't necessarily see us that way. They do see us as a monolith. So when one of us messes up, it is a reflection on all of us. So I do agree that it just made it more difficult for somebody that really does experience a, a hate crime in the future. Mm-hmm. Before we move on, there are there have been several comments about how beautiful we look. So thank you, oh, everyone, thank you. for those thank compliments. You. <laughs> uh, we have Shante. It was crazy that his thought process that his thought process to gain power and publicity. He thought to stage a hate crime. I'm curious to what made him. To what made him. Okay, to what made him. Okay. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think we're all curious. Yeah. And then she goes on to say, what made him take such a serious situation and make light of it? Yeah, and I go. I think that goes back to what Dr. Strickland was just saying. Like, this is a community that, always, that already has a light shined on them. Mm-hmm. And it, it's unhealthy already for people to point fingers at them, poke fun at them, uh, condemn them to hell. You know, it's, it's, they already go through enough, yeah. uh, this community. And so for someone that's a part of that community to bring even more attention by crying wolf, like that's, that, that, that's hurtful. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, such a shame. You know, for a young man to have such a promising career being on a hit TV show. Um, You know, now at the time it may have been on its decline, but at one point in time, I think just about everybody named mama was watching empire. Yeah. Um, So to go from being such a rising star to now you are for sure blacklisted. Yeah. It's, it's sad to watch. Mm -hmm. And, to see somebody's demise on such a public level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes me wonder, though, if there will be an opportunity for him to come back. It reminds me of, what is his name? Iron Man. Oh, Robert Downey Jr.? Robert Downey Jr., because he was, he was... Yeah, down and out. Yes, and then somebody took a chance with him, and he was able to come back. He was able to make over that image and, you know, show up better for himself. Because really, at the end of the day, that's what it boils down to, showing up better for yourself. And so I hope he's able to do a 180 and um, that someone will give him that opportunity once he, you know, gets himself together. But only time will tell. Yeah. Oh, I man. agree. Mm-hmm. Mm. We have any other comments? Uh, I think just one. Hey, Dante. Hey, drinking partners. <laughs> and as y'all can see, the the comments are coming up on the screen. But if you definitely ask questions, we'll I'll read them out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, so Starling Oliver says, "Yes, that's true. Uh, one represents the whole." Then she says, "The rules are different for people of color." Unfortunately, um, it, that's why I just hate when like that happened because it's like, dude, we already got you. You are in the community and you black. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and you had two. Now they were of Afri- African descent, but you also had two other black men participate in this in these shenanigans. Yeah. yeah. 
mm-hmm. you know, clownery. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. Okay. But like we said, uh, speaking of <laughs> clownery, clownery. Mm-hmm. You doing blue? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. So some of y'all may know about these two individuals and some of y'all may not. So there is this young little rapper named Blueface and uh, a young girl, I, I'm assuming she raps as well. Uh, her name is Krishan Rock and she was on his like little reality show. It was a spinoff, I guess, of Bad Girls Club. Uh, if y'all follow the shade room, you'll know she's the girl that got the missing tooth in the front. Um, so they've been up, down, and all around, it seems like, for the last year or so, or probably two years mm-hmm. uh, at this point. Uh, but the thing that struck me most about this was um, becoming obsessed with another person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of mental health stuff going on with the... with. This this live is going to be a lot about mental health, for real, for real. Yes. As it usually is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but becoming obsessed with another person to the point that you will put yourself in danger. Yes. And y'all. repeatedly put yourself in danger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether that danger be being locked up or actually getting hurt physically. Yeah. Uh, it Again, who hurt you? Mm-hmm. You know, I would love to, you know, in a ideal setting, sit down with her and kind of figure out like what happened with your attachment styles. Yeah. What did you learn about how somebody is supposed to treat you? Mm-hmm. Whether that be a man, because she was also on this little show. So obviously mm-hmm. she doesn't have great relationship with women either. Mm-hmm. If you're getting your tooth knocked out. Right. Um So, you know, what did you learn about being able to have relationships with other people, conflict resolution, um, value of self? Mm -hmm. Uh, There's so much that you can see in her that, you know, that, again, attention seeking. I'm looking for validation. I'm looking for love. I'm looking for stability. I mean, there's so much. It it definitely boggled my mind. Yeah. Well, I have never heard of this couple. Uh, so, They're not even a couple, really. Well, whatever they have going on. <laughs> but based on what you've told me about this couple uh, in the past, it's when two unhealthy people join together <laughs> in whatever way, that does not mean that you're going to have a healthy relationship. You're going to have an unhealthy relationship because you have two unhealthy people trying to play with something that is serious and, mm-hmm. you know, it's it, it's serious enough for you to realize, need to realize that this is too serious for you to get into until I get some help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, not to put all the blame on her oh absolutely not he loves this type of energy and i don't know what he doing in and out of the bedroom Mm -hmm. but he doing something because this man i think he has six children now something like that and they're all like stair step they ain't even i can't even say they stair step majority of them was born in the same year Mm -hmm. he has i don't know all of the the baby mothers or anything but he has a daughter by um floyd mayweather uh a 
daughter. And so she was just like this with him. Really obsessed. That's my man. That's my husband. And you can tell. I think you're thinking of. Is it a different person? Uh huh. You're thinking of. Who is it? Uh, NBA. Uh, is that him? Mm hmm. The point is, they all the same. That's the point. <laughs> I mean, yes. If you if you've heard of one, you've heard of them yes. all. <laughs> yes. The point, and they keep creating more and more kids. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. just like everybody is named after everybody. Like it's a lot. I just want I want the little Some, kids to do better. Somebody in here said, uh, "Lena D said wrong person." Thank you. Thank you, Lena. <laughs> I'm getting old, y'all. I'm getting old. Well, mm-hmm. and well, the, I think the the other point to your point is th- what are these men, these men are giving these women just enough to keep them interested and keep mm-hmm. them going uh I want to going crazy over them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and they when they get they bait them, so once they bait them and they 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 get them on the hook, then it's like I'm I'm gonna do whatever I need to do to keep you because of whatever reason that you haven't worked through, whether it's the attachment styles, whether it's you got hurt along the way, maybe you did have a healthy attachment style, but something happened mm-hmm. in between. Mm. Absolutely, you know we've talked uh, in previous sessions before about different types of manipulation. Uh, and one of the ones that Dr. Jones Hines is talking about is breadcrumbing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just leaving enough of a trail for you to follow behind me. Um, but I, you're never actually going to get mm. the bread. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that seems to be now, of course, we are outsiders looking into this situation and we don't know all of the ins and outs. So, of course, it's you can only go by what you see. Yeah. Um but it does appear that this young lady has been breadcrumbed multiple times. Uh, it appears she has been gaslit multiple times. Um, and this is the kind of thing where people say you don't play with people's emotions. Mm-hmm. That's why that's a saying. And that's why she ended up in jail, right? Because yes. he, did, he was playing with her emotions and she mm-hmm. did something. So. Yes. So you got to be careful being straight up with a person. Now, you're not always going to get that person accepts you being straight up with them, but it can limit your liability if you are very clear with the person and letting them know like, hey, this is not this is just some casual, you know, uh, relations. This is not a serious monogamous Mm -hmm. relationship. That's not what I'm looking for. And give that person choice and opportunity to say, yes, no, I want, I don't want to do that. Or like, okay, I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. And we can continue to negotiate and talk about the rules as we go. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to have these trauma responses. Because mm-hmm. the more every time you breadcrumb me and then you do something else, then now I'm traumatized. Because now I don't trust you because I don't know if you're going to do it again. And mm-hmm. so now I'm, I'm getting ready to be on your heels because... You now traumatized me. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other part of that that isn't often talked about, though, is that Blueface also needs to be aware of the person he's dealing with. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to end you're playing up playing a dangerous game. A hashtag mm-hmm. if you don't stop. 
I don't think he realizes like, yeah, okay, I may not want her like that and she need to know what I'm saying. But you also need to have some understanding of she ain't going to understand. So do mm-hmm. you want to hurt yourself? Are you trying to get unalive? Like what depths are you willing to go to with this situation? Because you keep taking her choice away. Mm-hmm. And now granted at this point, she keeps choosing you. This her choice. Right. But... <laughs> Oh, it's so sad. Yeah. It's so sad. I think I saw one of the comments that said a train wreck. And it it is. It is a train wreck that we're all, you know, people that follow these individuals, like, kind of closely. Uh, it is a train wreck that you're watching happen in slow motion. And this, it, I wonder when this young lady is in her 30s, 40s, what she'll look back on and think about, mm. you know, provided everybody, you know, makes it to that stage. Yeah. What and, she will and be thinking. She don't feel like she's stuck. That too. Mm-hmm. That yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, some more comments. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll put them back up. I've been put uh, posting them. Okay. Uh, who you starting with? Wherever you want to go. Uh, so I think Miss Lena. She said he's very problematic too. He's very prone to foolishness, like his whole reality show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that whole concept of Bad Girls Club, because it seems it was mimicked after that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that whole concept in and of itself is problematic. Mm-hmm. You know that you're going to put people together that have. I hate saying anger problems because anger is a secondary emotion, but... Difficulties managing their emotions. Yeah, have difficulties managing their emotions, have poor communication skills, poor conflict resolution, big egos. Um, You put all of that together and you were just asking for controversy and problems. And that's exactly what happened. But that's what people thrive on. Mm. So... Yes, his his reality show could have been um, d- uh, dramatic and you know full of drama and everything. However, that's what people like. Mm-hmm. So he's you know we don't know if I mean obviously if that's his life then he mm. may like it, but we don't know if that's what he like or if he knows that's what's gonna sell. Now that is true too because his name is Blueface, <laughs> so. He obviously likes those blue faces, <laughs> even though they're really kind of green. But <laughs> well, his is his is gang related. Oh, really? Oh, oh see, I was thinking it was uh, green faces. Yeah, uh, like big faces. It's blue. Oh, faces. Okay, yeah. gotcha. See, look at me out the loop. Yeah. Hey, I'm complete. I don't even. Yeah, we no. talking about their mental health. We don't care how they got them names. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Dante. He said these boys, they are not men yet. Yes, coming from a man. Yes, and you know, I would love for us to do a session about something like that. Just thinking about uh, Dante's comment uh, and talk to men on what they see as the difference between a man a male and a boy that part so Dante get ready (laughs) you and the drinking partners right Uh, you got some Uh, Shante writes uh, comment is outside of these people it seems like this is what this new generation wants from a relationship you know what I have noticed that that there's this 
awe about toxic relationships about like oh my god girl he called me all like 50 times oh I just he just want me so bad and you know there's this weird unhealthiness unhealthiness <laughs> about uh because it was so funny I was I can't remember where I saw this but it was some post about um genuine song um so anxious and you know the part he goes you know it's nine o'clock and then he said it's ten. <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> and then he said it's 10 10 you know i'm mm-hmm. paging you so somebody in the comments was like oh my god that's so obsessive and why he doing that and a, another person that obviously was a little bit older was like you know that's called communication <laughs> like <laughs> you isn't that what you want like you know he said hey like you know call me when you getting out work like come see me and mm-hmm. now now you what's going on it's, it's 10 10 mm-hmm. uh so i thought that was interesting but you do see a lot of people praising unhealthy relationship dynamics i think it's because people don't know what unhealthy relationship dynamics are what they deem to be healthy as grown women we like nah that ain't healthy Mm -hmm. You, you might need to run from that sweetie yeah so i think people are not seeing healthy relationships you know a lot of we have a lot of single parents yeah and with single parents come a lot of unhealthy relationships yeah that's true now this is a comment that i definitely want to share um trishana gale says there's a weird fascination with seeing people act a fool with seemingly no consequences correction no consequences for the person watching we can watch others trauma as long as it doesn't touch ours Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, you know, if you go back to, you know, Roman times or, you know, and they had gladiators mm. and things like that. And you get a kick out of, you know, brutal, someone being brutally beaten, maimed, um, you know, torn apart in all these mm-hmm. different kinds of ways. And you have this weird fascination with... Um, destruction. Well, they did that to our ancestors. They used to have flyers. This person is going to be lynched at this time at this tree, mm-hmm. and they would go and watch. Yeah, like they it's, it's a fascination with that. Yeah, and it's not always us that mm-hmm. do it because I don't want to see. It. I don't yeah. want to see nobody be lynched. I don't want to see nobody be beat. Yeah. I don't want to see nobody get electrocuted. I don't want to see none of it. Yeah, I agree. I think a modern day version of that is rubbernecking on the highway, mm-hmm. you know, when there's an accident, you know, and everybody wants to turn their head and be like, what was that? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I think that's a modern day version of being obsessed with um, morbidity yeah. or things like UFC or, you know, bare knuckle fighting, stuff like that, being our, obsessed with harshness, mm-hmm. violence. Um, and whether, and I hate to say verbal violence because it's not really the definition of violence, but verbal aggression, mm-hmm. you know, let let your neighbors be outside cussing each other out. Mm-hmm. Where you, <laughs> that's where everybody going to be at, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. trying to see like what's going on over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I agree with that comment. As long as it ain't got nothing to do with me, I can be once removed and safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Starling Oliver, Oliver said, it takes more effort to see healthy relationships because they are not 
on public display. That's why they are healthy. They know how to keep things private. Hmm. Hmm. I like that. Agreed. Let me heart that. Let me heart that because I like that. <laughs> that that's a a good comment. Mm-hmm. Be- before we move on to the the next topic, how are y'all liking seeing y'all's comments come up on the the video? We told y'all we trying some new things. Mm-hmm. We trying to you know step our game up. I know. <laughs> okay, so. Speaking of unhealthy relationships, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ooh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> we could do a whole series yeah. just on this right here. Yeah. I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> I think you have to start with the once married couple and then we can move on yeah. into yeah. the crazy. So I would say... This is what this is a result of when you don't choose a partner who is for you. When you choose partners who are attractive or because of some sort of external thing and not looking for internal things, these are th- these are consequences. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that they didn't love each other. I'm not saying that and we're talking about did you put the picture? Up? Mm-hmm. Okay. We're talking about Kanye, Kim and Pete. Uh, I'm not saying that Kanye and Kim didn't love each other. I don't, you know, I'm not in their marriage. I don't know. But for this type of fallout to happen, something was not investigated in the beginning. I don't know what that could have been. I don't know what it because I, I don't. They're not my couple to see. <laughs> but something was not investigated, and or something has was not talked through while they were married. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, um, and I think. So I'm going to tread lightly here um, because none of these individuals are our client. So, again, we are outsiders looking in and do not have all of the information. However, uh, Kanye has openly spoken about his own mental health struggles. Mm-hmm. And with I bipolar disorder. With bipolar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe bipolar one, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. I think so. And he's talked about being on and off of his medication. And mm-hmm. has chosen now to not be on it. Right. So I do think that this is also what it looks like to be with a person that has significant mental health problems. Right. And I don't think that this is something that people see regularly, you know, that you see depression, you see anxiety, but the severe mental health problems, you know, the schizophrenias, bipolars, uh, chronic, you know, Mm -hmm. deep depression, they look very different than what people believe they look like. Mm-hmm. And I can only imagine the emotional roller coaster that took place in their marriage. Which is why I said they this what they didn't invest they didn't do their due diligence. Mm-hmm. Because if Kim knew I don't know when she found out that uh, he had bipolar. He was diagnosed with bipolar. But if she knew that, there should have been a, a line of questioning. Okay, so how do you take care of that? Because that's not to say that he can't be stable in a relationship. Mm-hmm. That does not mean that he does not deserve love. That doesn't mean any of that. However, her line of questioning should have been, okay, you know what? Well, let's go to therapy because I need to know how to love you. I need to know with you being diagnosed with this diagnosis, 
what does that mean for me? What do I need to do as your spouse to mm -hmm. make sure you remain healthy? What do you need to do as my spouse to make sure you're remaining healthy? What mm -hmm. are you doing now to take care of yourself? Yeah, and I think Kim is an enabler. So Kim wants to be loved so bad by what is popular in mm. in relationships, which tends to be black men. Mm. Um, she has a aesthetic that she wants to meet. And even though, yes, she is a woman of color, before then she wanted to get as close to whiteness as possible. Mm -hmm. And then once she started dating black men, you can see the progression of her as well as her sisters. And I think Kanye West is not a man who needed a yes woman as a wife. Mm. He needed somebody that was going to hold him accountable. And unfortunately, when his mother passed away because oh, she yeah. chose to go and get the the elective surgery in a a condition that was not, you mm -hmm. know, meant for that surgery and passed away, Kanye had no checks and balances. Mm -hmm. And the trauma of his uh, mother's passing like that that is a lot to have to process you got a new wife you got babies coming you losing money because mm -hmm. you know he did have bankruptcy at one point so it's kind of like he's probably traditional when it comes to black men don't go to therapy mm. um you know the black community as a whole and many people of color don't trust professionals Thank God, you know, more and more of us are getting into the field. So it makes yeah. people feel comfortable, but they don't trust outside help because mm -hmm. historically outside help has not been safe. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. And that that's that's one of the things that like I hope our podcast can it can do is normalize uh, mental health and like I said earlier making sure people understand that doesn't mean you have a death sentence it means that mm -hmm. you just have to maneuver in the world differently with and differently means with tools mm -hmm. so you may have to take medication you may have to you learn some skills to manage your symptoms yeah. of whatever they are yeah and it's nothing wrong with it because all of us, because I promise, I tell people all the time, all of us need to be doing the 12 steps. <laughs> it don't matter if you have an addiction or not, all of us need to be working them 12 steps. Yeah, I usually tell people, we all got a little something. Mm -hmm. You know, we may not all have a out-the-book diagnosis, but we all got a little something. We got some, like, as Trishana say, a sprinkle, sprinkle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we all got a sprinkle of something. Mm -hmm. You know, and I agree with you, ladies. I definitely see again this is another tragic situation and they're all hurt kim's hurt kanye's hurt uh pete pete and those children oh that's the main thing yes although and this is something we can talk about on another um session little north mm. is going down that road like her daddy Mm. It's some similarities of and mental health or or want to be in mental health. Okay. Oh. Yeah. See, I don't see the children much. I I have from what I have seen of her, she is a little bit more lively um, than it seems like the other three mm -hmm. three are. Mm -hmm. um, so I mean, she looks like him the most. <laughs> 
you know, that is definitely, that's your daddy. <laughs> um, but I, I uh, it is a train wreck, you know, and it's a sad situation. And there's so many people who are getting ca- caught up in the crosshairs. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think, again, since these are public figures, there is a lack of accountability happening yes. on all just, parts. You took, it, you took it right on out. So that was getting privilege. ready to say that. Yeah, because a lot of the behavior that's being displayed, and I think um, D.L. Hughley said something very similar, yeah. that if these were just Joe Smro and just regular, this would not be going the way that it's going. You know, somebody would have uh, filed charges by now. You know, there may have been restraining orders, things like that. Um, Now, I get, you know, he's hurting and, you know, he seemingly, at least inconsistently says that he wants his family back. (laughs) Mm. But... You know, this is very open, it's very public, and these things are documented now. Yeah. Like, the things you've said, uh, the things you've done, mm-hmm. and I don't think anyone is really, like you were saying, Dr. Wall, is telling him, like, hey, bruh, like, you need to step back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you're going, one, tarnish your own legacy. Yeah. That you took at least 10, 15, possibly 20 years to develop mm-hmm. in the span of a year. Yeah. I think uh, DL and Trevor Noah uh, mm-hmm. said it best. You know, Trevor mm-hmm. Noah has experience with his mother being um, a victim of domestic violence mm-hmm. and actually was uh, shot and rushed to the hospital uh, due to her perpetrator. And just, you know, kind of talking about what that looks like and how this is not healthy and how he definitely admires uh, Kanye West for his artistry, but it's hard to continue to admire somebody when they are like this and they are willing to tear anybody down just because they're not doing what they want them to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think it speaks to the people that's around him mm-hmm. because I think that that's why when we talked about uh, knowing picking your tribe correctly, you have to have, it doesn't matter if you're the person that is, you know, spending the most money on everybody to do this and everybody to do that. And you have a lot of people around you with their handout. You're not going to get the honest truth because they don't want that handout to stop. Mm-hmm. Nope. Unless they just one of those people who like, you know what? I don't care about your money, dude. You are about to harm yourself. Yeah. And you are about to ruin any opportunity you can have to have a relationship with your children. Because if I were Kim, I would be too scared to let my children go with you mm-hmm. because you are too unstable. Yeah. I don't, if you're in manic, I don't know what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And the threats. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you making these public threats to all these men, men talking about you're going to go do this to them and do that to them. And I'm just like, sir, you, you do know. You do know this is getting to a place of terroristic threats, right? Like, sir, you're going to get locked up. Mm-hmm. Man, mental health is real, mm-hmm. you know? And as much as I hate, and I'm going to cringe at saying this, I don't like the situation that's presented, but I do think that it is a uh, good opportunity put a disclaimer asterisk on that um <laughs> for people to see what bipolar really looks like because everybody not necessarily textbook 
And what people usually think about bipolar is, well, I was happy one minute and then I was sad the next minute and then I was mad this minute and then I was sad the next minute. And that's not what bipolar is. There's this really um, off narrative about what that diagnosis really looks like. And again, we're seeing just a small snippet um, from him. And it's scary. It is so scary. Mm-hmm. Because he's unmedicated. It wouldn't be so scary if he would be consistent in getting help. Whatever. It, and I'm not even saying, well, where he is now, he probably need medication. He need an inpatient stay. And, and that too, probably. But some, everybody that has this diagnosis don't necessarily have to take medication. Mm-hmm. However, you need to be consistent in your therapy. Mm-hmm. And you need to be using the... Because we teach people... Teach people all the time that don't take medication how to manage their symptoms yeah mm-hmm. and they already know okay if if they get any uh further along and not being able to manage their sy- symptoms we monitor that yeah so that we can then okay now we're at a point where you we may need to think about a low dosage because that low dosage may need to help you kind of get through yeah absolutely yeah i agree with that i just hate that this double standard is turning into something extremely dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know, Kanye been dating, been dating before they even for real, for real decided to get divorced. You know, they just had separated. He mm-hmm. been dating. Now well, don't, he dates somebody now. He's right? dated several people. Okay. Um, like probably, I think this, he's on like number four or five mm-hmm. in this short span of time. And now that Kim has come out with you know the person that she's interested in and he's quirky he's you know he's he's a lot of things that Kanye is he's just a different ethnicity mm-hmm. really when it boils down to cuz he also um suffers from mental health yes, issues yes cuz um, Pete Davidson used to date uh Ariana Grande mhm mm. uh he publicly talked about having depression uh-huh. and um you know thoughts of harming himself permanently mhm uh so he's been very vocal about that so Somebody in the comments earlier has said, you know, the, the common denominator is Kim. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then just thinking about you've been, she's been married before, but we're only going to talk about Kanye. So you're married to a man that has bipolar. Mm-hmm. You are now dating a man that appears to have chronic, severe depression. Or at least a history. At least a history, per their words. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it that you are not addressing internally that you are attracting men that have significant, you know, emotional problems. And mm-hmm. have did you learn from the last time? Or what are you going to do different this time? Even if you're going to remain in a relationship with him, that's fine. Because like yeah. we said earlier, everybody deserves love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's fine. However, what are you going to do different this time yeah. that will sustain the relationship yes i think it's across the board in a family though i can't think of one healthy marriage in a family that that we see mm-hmm. yeah. you know all the sisters that publicly date date men who need them or are struggling in some type of way or are narcissists or or something mm-hmm. it, it's just it's sad. So where did they learn to be enablers from? 
I don't know. Because at the end of the day, the way that they talk about their father, their father was a beautiful person. Maybe it's the trauma of losing their father at at a a young age. And then uh, mom moving however she moved. Mm Because, you know, we're not privy to that information. And maybe that solidified how they should date as women. Mm -hmm. Because even the son, he picks people that are going to hurt him. Even though, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's a lot of toxicity. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Man. Wow. There's a lot with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. You got something? I'm just putting them up on the screen. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, I've... Misery loves company, but I really believe that misery loves miserable company. So if I'm hurt for whatever reason, whether that hurt is real or perceived, I don't want to be in that hurt alone. Mm. So I'm going to do things that bring people to me so that I don't have to be in this by myself. Yeah. Versus doing the opposite and trying to heal and, like you said, learn from this situation. Um, because that's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And I don't want to do that kind of work. Because my thing is, y'all not even divorced. Or wasn't even divorced for both of them. Mm-hmm. So both of you need to probably go to therapy to help you to heal from the divorce. Mm-hmm. It, now, Learn how to co-parent. Right. You know, there's so many layers. That need to be learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Shantae mm-hmm. said, outside of the mental state of the parties involved, it's sad that so many people are overlooking that this has surpassed trying to get a woman back. Yes, ma'am. This is harassment. And ultimately, Kim is in a super tough spot. This is the father of her children. Uh, however, you don't know how far he may actually go because he doesn't know, because he doesn't know how far he'll go, especially off his meds. That is so true. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and again, I think some of the statements that D.L. Hughley and Trevor Noah made that this is dangerous and that if this was just regular, you know, non-celebrity people, this would be going a very different direction. And we have seen time and time again in the news online that Mm -hmm. now Kim is not a black woman, but that black women are dying at a very high rate due to partner violence. And, you know, it is something to really be concerned about. If you see a person that's engaging in this type of behavior and you're laughing and you're bigging them up and it just puts extra fuel to their fire to help them justify their behavior. Yeah. Especially the stands. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's okay to have a, be a fan and love somebody. They work and all that. I'm going to forever be a Aaliyah stand, for real, for real. But if she was out here doing crazy stuff, Lord rest her soul, I'm not going to love that part mm-hmm. of you. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not going to be like, well, she can do no wrong. No, you're doing it, and I'm, I'm watching. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, well, she'll be okay. It ain't that big of a deal. Okay. When something horrible ends up happening, the people that's going to have to pick up the pieces are those children. Yeah. So I definitely hope uh, Kanye, Kim, and Pete's people 
hear this or something like this from their tribe so that all of them mm-hmm. can get what they need, get some assistance, get some help. Because all, even Pete at this point, because now he's been included into the drama mm-hmm. that they have going on. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the drama. Of course, y'all know we could not end without talking about the slap heard around the world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Man, I have so many thoughts about this. It's so many layers and levels. Yes. Yeah. I, I would say start. let's start at the beginning of this because there is a long-standing history of back and forth with Chris Rock and the Smiths. Mm. Negative? It, negative. Okay. So, yes, of course they do. They did have a friendship and things like that. You know, Younger Brother has worked with them on um, All all of Us or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that uh, show was. Because my, my brain is moving slow. But there has been, I think, two other instances where Chris Rock has been told, hey, stop talking about Jada. Stop mm-hmm. talking about Will. Like, mm-hmm. just keep our name out your mouth. Um, so there, there's turmoil there. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, he's that type of comedian. He's going to push the envelope. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. So that's that's not to say we're trying to police comedians. But my issue with the situation that happened on Sunday is that there was no awareness on either of their part and how they could have done differently. Mm. Chris Rock should at this level, this caliber of celebrity and comedian took a moment to research these jokes that Amy Schumer, a white woman came up with and be like, okay, is this something that I need to be saying right now? What's Mm. going on? What's happening in this situation? So is that why she said she got offended by Will? And she was traumatized. She was traumatized. I did not know that she was the writer. Yeah, I didn't either. She's the writer of the Mm. particular joke. The second part of that is, Will, I need you to make an appointment Mm. with Dr. Romney, who is your your therapist. Oh, I thought it was... uh, Oh, I didn't know Dr. Romney was his therapy. uh Was he Uh, seeing Alanya for life coaching or something? I don't know. Or was it always Dr. Romney? From what I know, Dr. Romney. Okay. Um, Hmm. I need you to see her because your trauma is coming up. And having watched mm-hmm. his mini docu series on um, YouTube, was it YouTube? I think it was YouTube. Um, I know the depths of where that comes from. Growing up in a home with an abusive father um, who was had PTSD from the military and things of that nature, and you are the funny sibling. You mm-hmm. have the funny sibling. You have the angry sibling. You had the the one that ignored everything. You can't keep all of that bottled up and expect to function at a good place. You you are at the pinnacle of this moment. Mm-hmm. And all of that came crashing down because you couldn't properly handle what somebody said about your wife. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not, the, I'm not the type of person that's like, I think one of them is wrong. No, they both wrong. And I, they I both have, wrong. I have pros and cons to both of them as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Um, Agreed. I, I think... I think... Chris Rock did his job as a, a comedian because they all typically have distasteful jokes. 
However, and although he said he didn't know about Jada's diagnosis, I do agree with you. He should have researched it. But nine times out of ten, most women who go bald, not short haircut, not highly bare hair, short, but bald, it's a reason. There, there's a reason for that, mm-hmm. and that it, and she had just done it. Mm-hmm. So it's still, even if you would have made this joke maybe three, four years from now, it may not have been so sensitive. But right now, it's still sensitive, even though she rocked rocks it, and even though she, because she said she had to get the courage to do it. Mm-hmm. So it's something about a woman having to go ball that. It, when she's married, her husband has to see that and feel that emotion, that negative emotion, mm-hmm. whether it's sad, whether it's hurt, whether it's embarrassed, whether it's empty, because she, our hair is our glory. And I, I was thinking about that too. Um, and I agree with both of you ladies. I think that there was a lot of wrong on both parts. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it also is about what we tell women about beauty mm-hmm. um, and what it means to be a woman. You know, all of the images that we see, we don't see images of bald women being praised mm-hmm. and glorified and supported. Yeah. Now, yes, men do go bald and people make fun of bald men and things like that. Um, but being a bald woman again that's not the typical uh experience that you're going to have is seeing a bald woman you know so you're going to be a little bit more sensitive Mm -hmm. you know you've lost a part of you because she's not bald by choice you know she is losing yeah she is losing her hair so it's one thing if i know that i can you know cut my hair to that level and i'm going to um grow it back at some point in time you know that's one thing but if I cut my hair to this level and it's not I know it's not coming back I have to based off the way society tells us you know women should look what beauty is I have to readjust my idea and my value and myself in in the image I may still value myself about my core being and my belief systems and things like that but what I look like and what I present to the world, I have to find a new way to value that. And I have to grieve how I used to look or yeah. how, I, how, how I think I used to look. Yeah. And it's not so simple as just put a wig on. Right. Now, what I'm going to say is this, because this hits close to home for me. So as somebody who is a recent breast cancer survivor, someone who fought so hard to be able to keep their hair and then the treatments that I did did not work and I still had to cut off all my hair. That's why I got these clip-ins in. (laughs) Um, But fought so hard, I can completely understand the way that Jada feels because you have no power over your body betraying you. Mm -hmm. Like I've had people come in my comments before talking about, oh, it's just hair or it's just this. Or when I had to cut my hair off because people are insensitive, they're like, why did you cut all that pretty hair off? Not knowing that I've been wearing these Mm clip-ins for what, like three, four months. Mm -hmm. Because my hair fell out after chemo. It didn't fall out in the middle of chemo. Mm -hmm. So all of this 
was gone. Had all the length on the bottom, but all of it was gone. So nobody realizes what that woman was feeling in that moment. And I'm not justifying anybody's behavior, but nobody also understands what Will is going through Mm. trying to take care of her. If you've never been a caregiver and you've never gotten to your breaking point and struggled to hold yourself together, then you don't understand that. If y'all didn't watch that man's documentary, y'all need to go watch it because he broke on there. Yeah. Like, he is not okay. And like I said, I'm not justifying him. Right. But I can... But I can clinically, point. I can clinically see how he got to where he's at. Now, do mm-hmm. I? Mm-hmm. It was still shocking. I said, mm-hmm. "Oh Lord, no!" But I can see all of this, and I think if people took a little bit more time, stopped trying to judge the situation, mm-hmm. all three of them, and took a more a little bit more time trying to be the Christians that people claim they be, or the spiritual enlightened people, or the kind people, mm-hmm. then you would see that this is a situation that needs help support love towards all three of them yeah yeah because the when i saw it out because i didn't act, see it in live time i saw it uh, a clip of it and i i was like man something is going on with him mm-hmm. like this is because will has been famous we have all known will for like 30 plus years mm-hmm. and this has never been something we've seen from him yeah he has always been known as the clean rapper, as the one to, you know, keep his composure, you know, things like that. And for this to be something that triggered him, like I was telling Dr. Strickland earlier, he's talked a few times about how he was failing Jada as a husband mm-hmm. emotionally. And I can't imagine like when you it's like he was it seems like he was trying he's been trying to grab at straws and they just keep slipping out of his hand yeah and when you feel out of control like that you don't the only thing you need is the tip of the iceberg and and i've seen comments about him not why he didn't punt a slap august like that let me read a comment that's similar to that okay um Starling Oliver says, Will's actions had nothing to do with the joke. He is still reeling from the entanglement. What he saw was someone laughing at him and Jada again, but they are responsible for giving people the club to beat them over the head. Once again, healthy relationships are private. That's why they are healthy. Now, what I want to say about that, there is some truth in what you are saying, Miss um, Starling, but I think what people don't understand, and I'm saying this from the perspective of a sex therapist, Will Smith... Jada Pinkett Smith and August Alcina have all gone on record saying that they are in, were in an open relationship. Yep. Will Smith had his own open relationship going on at the same time. And August Alcina, in true poly form, asked permission to start a relationship with Jada. Nothing was private. Nothing. And but I, that's why he didn't slap him. But I think the issue there is public persona. The public persona is they are struggling with that. And I think the problem came was when he did the red table talk. Yes. I cuz I don't think had this just come out about them. I mean, apparently people in Hollywood have known this for years. Yeah. It's just the public is learning this information but now. But they did do a show 
like decades ago, not decades, a decade ago that talked about them being, being in swingers. an open they, they, marriage and they, swingers. Yeah. So, but, you know, but social media, things are a little yes. bit more... Is that more out there? More out there back than back in the day. Yeah. So I think the thing that kind of... Again, we don't know, but it appears that the catalyst for all of this internal turmoil he's experiencing was after the Red Table Talk. I can see that. Because he became... The band-aid. Yeah. And he became the butt of all jokes. jokes. Right. Yes. Um, And people misinterpreted their situation, Mm -hmm. maybe misinterpreted his emotions from that uh, episode, Mm -hmm. and he became a laughingstock. He was already considered to be corny, Mm -hmm. you know. He's not the cool kid because he's not fitting into the... The thug bad boy right. or real or whatever. You know, there, person. there's been a bigger spiral happening for him. You know, his movies do not do as well as they once used to do. Um, you know, they get talked about very harshly now. People are considering him to be, you know, like you said, he was a clean rapper mm-hmm. and people didn't like that, especially during the time it where he was, out. yeah, he came out, which, you know, more gangster rap was kind of uh-huh. crossing over at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's been years upon years upon years of him being beaten down publicly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then to, but it hasn't been about personal stuff. So you already have all of that sitting there. Mm-hmm. And then now with the, you know, the whole August situation, I'm being beaten down un- unnecessarily, but I'm being beaten down about this August situation. Mm-hmm. And then the later comments she made about them in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yes, because she uh, could have kept that private. Right. Right. Uh, it, because they even misinterpreted what she said then. Yes. Yeah. Because they're they going to take the sound bites. Right. I'm sure they're going to take some sound bites we done said. And I'm going to be like, well, do it what you want to. <laughs> True. So, you know, he became a laughing stock. Yeah. And while I do think there is fault on both sides, I think what happened was, you know, it doesn't take much for when your cup is full, that one extra drop for things to start running over. Mm-hmm. And that was the one extra drop that kind of started that cascade. And I just am not going to, my, my wife is hurt. Mm-hmm. We're going through this. And I'm also not going to be made fun of about the yeah, about our life again. Right? Yeah. And he chose an inopportune time in an yeah. inopportune way to express himself mm-hmm. uh, and his frustration. And there was definitely so many other ways he could have handled that. I just, yeah. ugh, I, I wish he would have. And and but the thing is, you know how we talk about. Um, the emotional ladder and people not dealing with their primary emotions. Yes. Mm-hmm. He has been not dealing with his primary emotions because yes. I, 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 it must have been Dr. Dr. Romney. Romney. She said that. Yes. And, and because he deals with things through comedy. Mm-hmm. And so because he laughs everything off, he's really just stuffing all of the yep. emotions down. Mm-hmm. And when you stuff those emotions, they grow and grow and grow. And because we've told you all before, all emotions are healthy we make them unhealthy because mm-hmm. of our actions yep. and because everything that will felt was healthy, mm-hmm. but his actions is what made it unhealthy. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. go we have a question from Thiesman. He says, question to the panel. 
Do you see Will and Jada as a toxic relationship as those we discussed earlier in the segment? I'm beginning to. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I, I didn't mm-hmm. at first, but I don't know if Jada is doing this for ratings or I don't I don't know why but, she keeps putting their relationship on blast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's something that's happening with them and it's hard to kind of pinpoint what that something is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you can see because what you see with Will does not look on the outside like growth. Right. You know, it doesn't look like transformation mm-hmm. with the point of healing. Um, it looks like he's stable in his unhealthiness. Yeah. When I when I say stable, I mean stuck, not like he's healthy stable. Mm-hmm. I mean like he's stuck. He's, he's he's suffering. Yeah. Yeah. So I would agree. I did not, and now I don't subscribe now to the idea of couple goals. But you know, fifteen years ago, I probably did, and I would have seen them as a goal they seemed like they had fun together that they really understood each other they were super attracted to one another um you know they had a a close-knit family they were raising their children in this you know alternative kind of way that was really open Mm -hmm. but as they have revealed more and more of themselves uh it seems as if all that glitters ain't gold yeah I believe what we're witnessing is the public healing Mm -hmm. of themselves individually as well as um, a couple. And so for anybody who's ever tried to heal, uh, that's ugly. Mm -hmm. It's real ugly. And you got to think these are two, and I'm not giving nobody any, any excuses. This is just background. You're dealing with two inner city kids who made it big quickly. Um, nobody helping them. They helping everybody else. So the tools that we think they should have had, they just now getting. Mm. But they're not using them. They're, but, I mean, they just now getting. Gotcha. Like, in the last year, they starting to get stuff. Yeah. And I don't think... Um, I'm not a I'm not a fan of couple goals. I'm like, oh, that's y'all relationship that work for y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, because what I want to do is what I want to do, and whoever my partner is, we'll we'll figure that out together. Mm-hmm. But um, there is definitely toxicity in all couples, all relationships, all families, and it's just a matter of theirs is public. They're celebrities, and so mm-hmm. I think if they don't deal with the stuff that we are seeing because this is a lot, it is explosive, it's going to be some issues. Mm-hmm. It's going to be some serious issues, but you got to think, their kids really tuned us in. Jaden trying to emancipate himself. Hmm. You got Willow who said, Daddy, you're not listening to me, So, and I don't want to be a singer anymore. I'm cutting all my hair off. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you're You're seeing things, and no, are they really doing too many different things than what other parents and other families mm-hmm. are doing? No, but it is on a on a big stage. Yeah. I mean, I done went to a family reunion and seen somebody slap somebody. I, I'm just going to be <laughs> honest. Did they deserve it? No. You know what I mean? So I think we got to kind of remember that. Absolutely. 
Yeah. You know, I, the other part that I think about is Chris Rock and the embarrassment. Oh, man. My, like, I'm so embarrassed for him. Yeah. I, I'm embarrassed for both of them, but. Well, one, being slapped, being hit under any circumstances is a frustrating, angering, and embarrassing thing. Mm-hmm. But then to be slapped on national TV. And on that stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would be different if you was at the Hip Hop Awards. Uh, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, to be, you know, at a pre- what's considered to be a prestigious uh, award show, to be slapped. Like you weren't pushed, you weren't punched, you were slapped. Um, and there just seems to be something different about being slapped. Yeah. I think especially as a man. Right. With, yeah. you know, societal norms and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's just a lot. You know, do I think that this would have happened if it was The Rock? Mm. Probably not. You know, there is a size differential there. And uh, he don't play that either. Between Which is, which is why I, I have uh, concern when people say there's absolutely no reason for violence, no, none, at all at all but then you say but it couldn't be me because i would have punched him back but i thought there was no reason for violence mm-hmm. so what is it yeah as Agreed. much as in you is remain peaceful but everybody ain't peaceful no that's that's the reality of this situation right. that is the reality and i do feel for chris rock because yeah. it puts him in a difficult position either i'm gonna have to take the one down and you know, move on and not mm-hmm. address the situation and hope that it dies down. Or it has become comedy gold for him. Hmm. And it probably will because he has a, a comedy show coming with uh, Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. I do. I do wish um, that they will be able to reconcile. I'm not saying they got to be friends or anything like that, but I, I do hope that they will be able to at least make amends and go on about their business, go on about, you know, on their way. I think that, um, Read I also wish that, like I said earlier, that okay. Chris Rock would have done his due diligence in researching. Cause mm-hmm. like, I, I feel like, Y'all would feel some type of way, me as a therapist, if I got up in here and started talking about how people shouldn't do this with their life and if they're like that. Like, I have a responsibility for my power and my platform, and I feel like he didn't. He didn't do that. The other part we didn't mention is this man created a whole documentary about black hair. Yeah, that's why we say there's layers. It's, it's, it's so, so many layers. I'm like, y'all both wrong. Yeah, they are On both so wrong. so many levels. Yeah. But what I am glad, um, just like the comment mm-hmm. um, from Hollis, is that I'm glad that Chris did, unfortunately, you know, because being slapped, I don't know how I would react. But I'm glad that he maintained his composure because we're already, again, we talked about being seen as a monolith, right? So you have two black men on this public forum. Uh, one slaps the other. And my husband was telling me last night that this was the first time that the Oscars was produced by 
a black yep. man. Mm-hmm. And you have a black man winning best actor um, and a black man hosting. And there were several awards that were first times. And that all got overshadowed because of mm-hmm. this situation. Yeah. You want to read it? Yeah, no, yeah. I was just making sure that you liked it. Yeah, yeah, I liked that. Um, but yeah, so you have all of this. I mean, it's such a nuanced situation. Mm-hmm. But I am glad that Chris Rock maintained his cool. Unfortunately, yes. be, he was, you know, assaulted. But I can only imagine what would have happened had he reacted oh, and not responded. Yeah, yeah. And that take a lot of control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would have been, it could have gotten really ugly. So I I do hope that Will and Jada from this continue to do the work. I don't know if they're still seeing, or if he's still seeing Dr. Romney. I don't know if Jada's in therapy or not. But I do hope that they are in individual and couples therapy. Because there's a lot of work. And Yes. Because I can only imagine the embarrassment for their children. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. I, I read somewhere that, um, excuse me, Will was thinking about talking about this publicly. He is. And he's planning to go on the Red Table Talk. Yeah. And I think I think he's going on there so that it's not a money grab for anybody. I think that's what it is. First of all, I need y'all to just shut Table Talk down. Because this is when all of this started. Just mm-hmm. talk. Just talk to down. other people. Don't yes. talk to each other. No. I mean, talk to each other, but don't do it on red right. table But talk. that is my thought about them going on the red table talk. Or have somebody else do it. Because if your wife is the one asking you the questions, yes, it's easier for me to take it easy on you, mm-hmm. um, protect your ego, mm-hmm. control yeah. the the narrative. The narrative. Versus if you go on to another platform, mm-hmm. even if you give them the questions that says, we're not, we're not going to answer this, 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 yeah. and this, that doesn't prevent them from asking and yeah, putting no. you on the spot. No. And when I say ha- go to somebody else, I mean go on Red Table Talk and have someone else host uh, it. Interventionist? Uh, yeah. Uh, so like, like someone professional. It could be Dr. Romney. Yeah. If that's, if that's who it needs to be. Yeah. But someone that has the skill set to deal with the situation and not just some random celebrity. Because mm-hmm. if I see Gail one more time a- asking questions and... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. said, I, w- I want to see a red table talk with a real professional, not her mother. Mm-hmm. I- and I-, I-, I think people misunderstand what therapy actually is. Yes. Hmm. Therapy is not us just listening and throwing experience out or throwing some random things out. Therapy is about us listening intensely about what's going on in your life, connecting, it's so many pieces, connecting the dots, putting puzzle pieces together, Mm -hmm. uh, holding you accountable, holding you accountable, translating things that you probably didn't even realize was going on, giving you insight about things that it was like, oh my God, that is really what's going on. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. like that it's not just about us sitting down. It's not just sitting down and talking to somebody. No, Let, let me say this. I'm an introvert. I don't want to talk to y'all like that. 
<laughs> I don't. I do this because I love what I do. If I had to talk to y'all on the level that I talk to my friends and family, y'all wouldn't like me. Because mm-hmm. we're not talking on the regular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's so much there. Yeah. It, it's such we a compli- yeah. It's such a complicated issue. Um, <laughs> because there's no right or wrong when it comes to this one. Shalon Harris, aka my sister, says, uh, Shantae Wright, I agree. Another adult should replace Willow. Preferably one of these three educated dots <laughs> or someone like them. <laughs> a. I, I, or all three of them. Shout I would, out. I would love for us to go on the real thing. My mom has told me before that she would love to hear us go on uh, the Braxtons. Oh. To, with them and Do work intervention. With them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would love to go on the red table talk hey, because Will, they, they're not going to be able to keep the cameras rolling because we can ready to dig into that. Mm-hmm. We can ready to get into that. Oh yeah. So, so all my, uh, you know, my clients that are on, they already know this is going to be my face. Oh, so you thought that was right? That's what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. And all my clients going to be How like, oh, Dr. You? Jones, you <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> she's getting ready to get, y'all, y'all said the wrong thing. Oh. <laughs> I think we're all just about the same. It's, uh-huh. like, it's like getting the same therapist. <laughs> yeah, just with different specialties. That's yeah. what our clients say. It was like, oh, my God, I had three of you. <laughs> yes, getting the same therapist. I would love to do that. So yeah. anybody that, you know, six degrees of separation uh, that knows Will and or Jada. Or hey, anybody in their family that can give them this. Put the plug in. Yep. We Get ready. We ready. <laughs> we don't have no... Uh, we don't have no uh, arguments against y'all. We no. don't have no animosity because we understand. As therapists, we understand there is unhealthiness there. Yeah. Um. You know, I don't have. I. I, I like uh, Will as and Jada as actors and actresses. I had no love loss. I don't like what he did, Mm-mm. but no love loss. Mm-hmm. Now, if you make it a habit, then we we really like. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. Nah. Where no. Where you live? Where you live, honey? Because no. I need to come knock on y'all door and do it intervention yeah because I'm, I'm not gonna be somebody who hold a grudge against something that wasn't done to me right like people up in arms like he came slapped your mama right your daddy <laughs> right no he need to be held accountable but the accountability comes from chris rock mm. it don't come from us and jada right. and jada and possibly uh the oscars yeah yes and, absolutely and, and i think people that's why we talk about we've talked about before how we allow social media and society to dictate too much yeah. of our lives. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So I do want to ask you, ladies, um, what are your thoughts about people saying that this situation may um, lead to people hitting, slapping, punching comedians for jokes that they don't like? I mean, uh I agree that that may be something that comes up, but I think this may also be a learning lesson that you ain't going to be able to do that no more. I think mm-hmm. security's going to change. But uh, Kanye West walked up <laughs> and stole a mic from Taylor yeah. Swift. That is true. Mm-hmm. So this ain't the first time we seeing somebody, Lil Mama, was on stage oh, yeah. doing yep. an act she wasn't supposed to be doing. <laughs> so I think we have to remember this is an ongoing thing, and I think security needs to get better. I think 
Uh, there needs to be some level of accountability in the pre-show. There needs to be some level of accountability in the actors. And you may need to not have it open like that. Because, you know, back in the day, you had to do way more to get up on the stage. You know, I think some we might need to go back to some things we used to do. And I also think this is a learning tool for comedians, too. Like, you may need to, you know, upgrade your talent. Yeah. Because... Be having now, I understand sometimes you know people being the the butt of your joke. You know, I get it. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to certain things like that, that's so personal. Like you might need to update your materials and your mm-hmm. and, and and if your writers are the ones that's doing this, you might need to fire them. Yeah, yeah. And something we haven't talked about. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, uh, you good. Is there going to be some accountability for the writers' table? Because mm. that part, the fact I ain't gonna get militant, but the fact that a white woman wrote a joke about a black woman in this climate, mm. um, and and, and about her hair when the Crown Act was just just passed, just passed, right? Was that last week? Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago? Two weeks yeah. ago? And ma'am, you been in hot water mm. for the things that you say in yeah. your acts. Yeah. And the way you handle yourself as a white woman. Yeah. She belong in the womb lands. That's what it is. She belong in the womb lands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do think there's a lot of accountability all the way around, including the Oscars for even allowing Will to accept his award um, after that. You know, if it had been any other lower tier celebrity they would have probably been escorted out. But he is an A-list celebrity. He's not a D-list, you know, celebrity. So I do think that there is some of that. So the Oscars, I also believe, need to be held accountable for, you know, allowing Mm -hmm. him to continue on with the process. And made it back to his whole seat. And then proceeded to cuss him out. Yeah, yep. And, and, And another group of people that we left out is the Williams sisters. We they whole family. Their whole family. Because that movie was about mm-hmm. the daddy and their rise to fame and it and and what I hate about it is it was about a black family that rose overcoming. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was just it was like I said it was so many great pieces in that um that show that we missed out on you know mm-hmm. the fact that quest love won his award and yeah. you know how emotional he was about you know his father not being there to see it and the fact that samuel finally mm-hmm. got a dang oscar and yeah. it was presented to me like none so, of that is in the media it's no, all been overshadowed all, yeah it's all been overshadowed by tom this, foolery yeah so it's just a lot of things that, you know, we just, and I, you know, it, I hope, like people have been saying, I hope this is the last week that they talk about Will, and I hope they now begin to highlight the other important moments. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed, man. Mm. Ooh, Lord. Yeah. So, we, like we said, we go on and on and on and on and on and on. Y'all know we, we therapists, so we can talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we do want to see, you know, do y'all have any questions, anything that y'all, you know, any burning uh, desires 
that you want to know about? Fires and desires. Yes. <laughs> uh, we've got some great things coming up while we're, you know, waiting on some potential questions to come through. We've got some great things coming up in the next uh, few months. Mm-hmm. We n- Next month <laughs> is all about the church. The black church. The black church. Uh, so we're talking about church hurt. Um, one of mine and Dr. Wall's favorite subjects. <laughs> ah, Lord. <laughs> Being holy and horny. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're talk- also talking about the evolution of the black church and how um, people are becoming more in tune with um, alternative versions of spirituality. Mm-hmm. And the movie, uh, the M&B for next month will be the Clark Sisters movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wanted to let y'all know that now, just in case you have not seen it, because um, I don't think it's one that's going to be, you know, like on Netflix. So <laughs> you got to go find it. Yeah, you want to go look for this one. Uh, so again, the movie for next month is the Clark Sisters biopic. Um. Oh, thank you, Shantae. We appreciate that. Yes. Oh, somebody, <laughs> I, I was looking at the J comment. <laughs> of course, Dante would say holy and horny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we know. Okay, so we know which one y'all going to be tuning in for. <laughs> I know. Thank you, Mama Wanda. This was a very good session, she said. Thank you. So, like we told y'all, we're trying to, you know, expand, do some new things. You know, this uh, going into our, we're finishing up our second year. So, mm-hmm. going into our third year, we're trying to step up some things, try some new stuff. Uh, we are for sure going to be doing video. Yes. Um, Pray for me. Yes, we are going to be doing video pretty much <laughs> exclusively. Um, going forward because, you know, we want everybody to be able to put a face with a name. And it's been requested. That too. <laughs> and we just want y'all to see us, like, for real. Uh, now, no. Jay, how you going to say, let me get my church fan and my Hennessy? Are you going to mix it with apple juice? Okay. <laughs> Look, <laughs> two opposing things can exist at once. It can we, we're, we're not a monolith. There you go. <laughs> so I am here for it. But yes, we're excited for things to come up. Our 100th episode will be uh, coming up in May, I believe. Uh, so we're going to do big celebration for that. And then right behind that is our two-year anniversary. So we've got a bunch of, you know, exciting big things coming down um, the line. And we hope you guys enjoy some of the changes that we're making, some of the differences in the content that we're going to be putting out. Um, we would love to have your feedback to, you know, see if what we're doing is, is you know, resonating with y'all. Mm-hmm. So. We appreciate y'all rocking with us uh, as hard and as long as y'all have. You're not rocking with the greatest. (laughs) (laughs) So it it definitely means a lot to us. Mm -hmm. So before we, you know, jump off of here, while y'all have the opportunity, anything y'all want to add to the list for topics, 
things y'all would like for us to talk about, you know, we definitely want to ask every time we have the opportunity to, um, because some of the things that y'all put in the chats are really good ideas and we've, we've done some of them. we've done some of them and we're working on others so we want to we want to know what you want to hear mm-hmm. definitely thank you miss oliver she said thank you ladies i love your energy and your positive vibes yay thank you <laughs> Uh, sugar plug, I want to be a part of the next live. Just putting it out there. <laughs> you know where my where my sh- my chipless chocolate chip cookies at? I am so I'm where they are. Oh, no, uh, yeah, these mine. These mine. I'm tasting my vegan cookie. Okay, I think. Oh, wait a minute. Uh huh. This it. That's right. Okay. Because okay. I'm definitely not getting that mixed up with nobody else. Do you know how? If you only knew how much I love chipless chocolate chip cookies, and I know that's an oxymoron, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Thank you again, Sugar Plug. So, so if you all can't logo. think of any uh, titles or anything that you want us to uh, speak about now, you can always go back into the live and comment and give us uh, the suggestions that you may have. Shalon Harris said, it's all good. There's always nuggets in every session. Oh, thank you. We try. (laughs) Okay. Well, I think we're good. So y'all just keep commenting on the the replay. And y'all know we always end off with a quote. And today's quote is brought to you by Robert E. Baines, Jr., no matter how much you love the person, you cannot change them. You may influence them, but at the end of the day, they must decide for themselves. So once again, thank you guys for joining us today. We really appreciate it. We had a fantastic time. We hope you guys had just as much fun as we did. And like we said, we're going to be doing more videos. So y'all going to see these lovely faces even more. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. So, okay, interns, process your notes. Be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at The Recycled Podcast. If you're a new intern, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.